car repair, the nightmare of the Western world. You don't know the difference between the catalytic converter and the powertrain, the carburetor and the camshaft. You've been ripped off endlessly by unscrupulous mechanics who've charged hundreds or thousands of dollars. You're sick of feeling like a complete idiot, and you just don't want to take it or pay for it anymore. Well, your life's about to change. Meet Pam Oaks, ASE certified and top-notch auto technician host, shop owner, and author of Car Care for the Clueless, or How to Make Money While Maintaining a Vehicle. She'll answer your questions and teach you how to talk car talk. Get under the hood right now with Pam. And welcome back to another episode, and thank you for joining us. On this week's show, we have Jimmy Shoemaker, ASE technician. He and I are going to be discussing what you need to do in between oil change visits and how to talk to your technician when you do have a problem. And this is all designed to keep that green in your wallet and keep those tires on the road. Of course, we have our gadget guru back, Peter Sudak, with another economically priced gadget for your vehicle. We have our question email of the week, and this week we're going to be taking an email from Phil. He's in Tennessee, and he's starting to prep for the winter season and wants to know what he can do for his vehicle. Of course, we have our trouble service bulletin section back. We're going to be talking about a leaky steering line that's under recall for Chrysler, and we have a console deck lid that they're having a little issue with on the Jaguars. And, of course, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Jasper Engines and Transmissions. Jasper Engines and Transmissions, 100% associate-owned. If you're in need of an engine or a transmission, ask for Jasper by name. And, of course, there's Continental Tires. Continental Tires, I have them on my car, my fiancés, my mom dads. I love Continental Tires, and you will, too. Always ask for Continental Tires when it's time to change those sneakers out on your vehicle. So let's get rolling here and give Jim a call. Hey Jim, this is Pam. How are you? Hi Pam, how are you? Good. You know, we were talking earlier about customers checking their cars in between oil changes. You know, we've given suggestions and everything, but, you know, for the radio show, I'd really like to recap this because maybe someone out there will listen to us. Exactly, and, and you can save yourself a lot of money. Uh, most customers really don't realize <clears throat> that they, they need to be checking their car even in between the services. Mm-hmm. That's very uh, true. You know, even if you go change your oil every 3,000 miles, well, 3,000 miles, a lot of stuff can happen to a car within 3,000 miles. Oh, yes. They can cost you a lot of money, uh, We'll just start with with, uh, air pressure and tires. Oh, yeah. You know, we had a good example uh, a couple of weeks ago where somebody wiped their tires out within six months because they never checked the air pressure in them. Well, exactly. Even though we do with our services, uh, there's a lot of of the the jiffy, quickie places that they don't don't check everything like that. No, they don't. And if you don't pay attention to it, you'll mess up a tire before you can realize it. And tires, you know, they're, they're not real cheap. No, and as a matter of fact, one of the major manufacturers, they're going to raise their prices again Oh, my, there's no stop. Again. No, it's not. It's not going to stop. You know, something else people don't really realize either is uh, checking their coolant level. Uh, if you get a leak or have a problem in a system uh, within 3,000 miles, you can do a lot of damage to your engine. You sure can. And, you know, case in point, one of uh, our own techs, they had a little situation, and he was checking 
that's the thing. He was checking and still he didn't catch something. But because he was keeping on top of it, the damage was minimal compared to what it could have been. Yes, and it, and it just goes to show, and that's from somebody that does it for a living that's very familiar with it. Uh, you can just imagine how the average person out there, uh, just by uh, uh, not realizing that their car has developed a leak, it might not even show in their garage, but it can lose a significant amount of coolant and do um, a significant amount of damage to the engine. Exactly. You know, another thing that we had come in, too, is checking the transmission fluid level. Oh, one of the most overlooked fluids of a car. Oh, it sure is. Uh, people, people just don't realize how important it is to watch their fluid of their transmission. Exactly. And, you know, for those who don't, they pay the consequences. In fact, we have one that's coming in uh, tomorrow, actually. It's getting towed in. I've already ordered the transmission for it, and it'll be installed Friday. And that price tag's about $4,300. It's a foreign car. It's $4,300. And I can think of a lot of things I can do with $4,300. Exactly. And, you know, uh, that you brought it up, uh, talking about losing gas mileage, uh, transmission performance can really affect gas mileage. Yeah, that's right. Sure can. Something we don't think about, but yes, it sure can. Yeah, and you know, and it's probably one of the most widely overlooked fluids on a vehicle. And you know, talking about the gas mileage, you know, we had a car in a couple of weeks ago, and they weren't paying attention, and they swear up and down there was gas in it. But guess what? When we got it, no gas. No gas. I mean, they cruise to a stop on the side of the road. Yeah. No gas. And not only does that hurt your fuel economy, it, it can ruin your fuel pump. Yeah, just the wear and tear on running your car lean all the time uh, can cause all kinds of weird conditions to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and not, not to mention, there we go again with our fuel mileage, it's just out the window. Things are expensive enough, to let alone pay extra in gasoline. Exactly. And, you know, and, and, this is, and these, are, these are things that uh, some people... If they don't know how to check them or they're not sure what they're doing, mm-hmm. uh, most quality ASE certified shops will check it for free. Oh, yes, like we do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You don't have to have a service done or, or have a repair done for us to go out and check your air pressure, You know, look at your tires, check your fluids, and make sure that everything's okay, and especially before you go on a trip. Oh, my gosh, yes. How many times have we seen that? And, you know, don't wait till like, hours before. Do it a week uh, before. Very common mistake. Yeah. Very common mistake is people wait too long to have their car checked before they're going out of town. Oh, my gosh, And yeah. then they end up with needing repairs, and it puts them, delays their trip, mm-hmm. uh, causes the shop to actually rush to get their car done, and it's just, it's just hard on everybody all the way around. Oh, it is. It really is. So, you know, it's just the basic rule. You know, like I've been telling everybody, your birth date, say, for example, it's the 20th. Choose the 20th of each month to have either yourself or an ASE certified technician check all the fluid levels and check the car over for yeah, safety. That's a great rule of thumb, and, and it will save you in the long run. Uh, people don't realize that, uh, you know, a car gets a lot of abuse, wear and tear, the mileage, the heat that's put on the car. Mm-hmm. They need a lot of attention. They really do. They do, and, you know, it's such a huge investment, a car. Exactly. It really is. It's And today's cars are so sophisticated and the tolerances have gotten so minute that it's important that you stay up on all of these routine maintenances. It's very true. Very, very true. Well, hopefully uh, we'll get the message out, Jim. Yes, it, it, it would not only uh, save people money, but it would save them from 
being broke down and also their car in the shop. Exactly. You know, it was pretty neat because, well, you, you heard me jumping for joy that actually AARP magazine in the November issue just came out. Was, I read that. Did you see that? It was quoting me on get your vehicle checked over in between oil changes. Well, exactly, because, you know, yeah. you know when, when you own a vehicle, you are the one that's driving it, and it is your responsibility to maintain that vehicle. And you, you're with it all the time, so you know if something new is changing or uh, uh, something has made a noise or something, something we might not be aware of. Exactly. Also, you're there to see if the tires are wearing good, mm-hmm. uh, make sure that the oil is clean and changed on time, and things like that that we can't, we can't do anything about until, well, unfortunately, most times it's, it's too late. It's too late. Well, thank you, Jim. Thank you for taking the time out. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much. Thanks. And you know it's true. This is all to help you keep money in your pocket. Why pay me to do extra work on your car when you've been listening to a knocking noise, a grinding noise, any type of noise or any little thing that's not running right with your car? You know your car. We know cars, but you personally know all the little noises, the creaks, the groans, and so on and so forth. But if you hear something unusual... You need to bring it to our attention so we can help you. This way, instead of paying a lot of money, you're paying pennies, if anything. You catch it early. You don't want problems to domino. So listen to Jim's advice, my advice. If you see anything in between an oil change or you're just not quite sure, ask. Ask your ASC certified technician. They'll know, and if it's something they can't catch right away, at least we can get to the bottom of it and start searching for you. So let's move on. We have our email question of the week, and it's going to be from Phil from Tennessee. And, you know, it's getting a little cooler up north, although we just had our Indian summer. And Phil wants to know what he needs to do to protect his engine with antifreeze. Well, antifreeze can come in different colors nowadays, and depending upon the make and model of your vehicle, will decide upon what type of antifreeze goes in there. So it's not like you can just go down to the corner or parts store now and purchase antifreeze out of the jug. You need to know which type of antifreeze. Uh, Different manufacturers have their own brand now. They do sell it in aftermarket, but still, some of it looks like raspberry syrup. Some of it looks orange. Others look green. It all depends upon your make and model, so it's extremely important to make sure you do not mix. When you mix, you get a mess, and I'm not joking. It is a mess, and it's just money out of your pocket because I'm going to take it to clean up that mess. So I recommend keeping your money in your pocket, and if you want to have a little extra antifreeze on hand just to top off, Ask your ASC certified technician what type of antifreeze your particular vehicle uses or look in your manual in your glove box. I prefer you talking to your ASC certified technician. This is a freebie. They're going to know right away and you'll have no doubt whatsoever what to install if you need to top that antifreeze off. And if you're just tuning in, welcome. This week we're talking with ASC technician Jim Shoemaker and we're discussing how you can protect your wallet and maintain your car at the same time. We have our gadget guru back, Peter Sudak, with another economically priced gadget. 
Of course, we have our email question of the week that we're talking about right now. And of course, we have our trouble service bulletins. We have one for Chrysler and for Jaguar this week. So let's get back to the show. And you know, things aren't hermetically sealed, so you are going to lose a little bit to evaporation or to a hose seal, so on and so forth. This is normal. It's it's allowed to seep a little bit that you don't see and it's not really visible, but it's going to happen because like I said, it's not hermetically sealed system. So if you notice that when you're topping off your antifreeze, you're not putting in maybe like a quarter cup or half a cup of antifreeze, but you're putting in like a quarter of the bottle or a half of the bottle, then it's time to visit me do you need to have this looked at? Because this could be the beginning of something that if we catch it early, it's going to be a cheap fix instead of waiting and having it turn into a very expensive fix or possibly a non-cost effective fix, meaning that it's going to exceed the value of the car. We don't want this. And you know what's even worse? If you let things go, the car, it's a mechanical device. It has limits. You don't want it to reach its limit while you're in the middle of traffic in the middle of snow or sleet or just a nasty rainy day. Not fun. So that's why it's very, very important to catch things early. I'll give you an example. And this actually happened to one of my techs. He always, always checks his vehicle over before he goes on a trip. And they went on a small trip a couple of weeks ago. And he checked all the fluid levels, checked the tire pressure, so on and so forth. He was in a busy metropolitan area and his daughter was borrowing the car and she called him and she said, hey, the car's overheating. How could that be? I checked everything. But knowing that it's a mechanical device, things do happen. He got a hold of one of his friends who caravaned up with them. It was a multifamily event. Took the technician over to the car And he looked and there's antifreeze in it. And yeah, he confirmed that it was starting to overheat a little bit. To make the long story short, he didn't lose any fluid, but it was overheating. They got it back down to the shop and did their inspection. It wasn't the thermostat. You know what? Inside the water pump, the impeller separated from the pulley. And so it was only working part-time. If you were at an idle or slow speeds it would work. And at faster speeds, that water wasn't churning like it was supposed to and moving in the direction it was supposed to, it made the vehicle overheat. So he had no coolant loss. He had an overheat. You're not going to find this, folks. That's why you take it to your ASC certified technician. You don't guess and you have them find out. He found out because we have infrared guns and we could see that coolant wasn't flowing and the heat was sitting there. That's how he found it. And he removed the water pump to confirm his findings and replaced it with a new water pump. If you can, always replace with a new part. I know it's a little bit more money, but it's worth it because you're going to do this once. You don't want a remanufactured part where they've just replaced the part that failed and the rest of it's still old. So you're sitting in the waiting room again, waiting to have the whole job done over again. And I don't care if it's under warranty or not. What I'm saying is that you cannot put a dollar amount on your personal time. So make that investment. Get the new part. Hi, Peter. How you doing? This is Pam. Hey, Pam. How you doing today? Good. 
So I already knew ahead of time what gadget you were going to talk about, which is wonderful. I think a great idea for everybody to do this once a year. I kind of wrapped our email question of the week to reflect on what you're going to be talking about next. And what would that be? Uh, that would be the radiator cap. That's right. Another thing with the coolant system. So uh, tell us a little bit about this and how it works. And Well, basically, for the cooling system, it keeps the system under pressure. And they have several different types, just depending on the car and how the cooling system is set up. Sometimes the older cars, the cap went just straight on the radiator, and it was pretty much generic. But nowadays, they've got so many different setups, you can still have a cap on the radiator, or they might have a what they call an overflow bottle that's got a radiator cap on it, whether it be one you just twist on or one that's got threads that you thread on and lock on, all sorts of different setups. But basically, it's mm-hmm. designed to keep the cooling system pressure up, which raises the boiling point of the uh, antifreeze so you don't That's overheat correct. as easily. That's correct. And you know, this is so important, especially with the winter season coming up. That's why I kind of wrapped the other question around this, because, you know, we need to keep that flow. And those radiator caps, they keep the pressure in there to maintain the flow. And basically that antifreeze in your radiator will... It, it circulates through the block and the heater core and the cylinder head. And it's important that you maintain that specific pressure that that vehicle's designed for. So I, I don't know about you, Peter, but I'm recommending that uh, they have a brand name called Stant. Very, very, very reliable and good product. Yep. Or get one from the dealership and you can install this, right? Yeah, they're very simple to install as long as... You know, if you want to give a shot yourself, um, just stop by a garage that's got ASC certified technicians on it mm-hmm. and make sure to have, if you're not sure of what part to replace, they're easy to replace, but if you're not sure which part to replace, uh, have just have a technician pointed out to you. And then if you want to pick yourself one up, you can go to the parts store, but you have to look it up by application, have a guy behind the counter look it up by application just don't go to the shelf and just pick one off there and say well that looks pretty close no guessing that's right right. because they have different pressure ratings to them that's right although they look the same they're different they can look identical but Mm -hmm. their pressure ratings are different and you can't you can't guess with something like that because if you don't put the right one on there it'll either won't hold pressure or it could cause a leak once the engine heats up Exactly. And then you're going to have some big problems. Yes, you will. So I think this is an excellent gadget, Peter. Definitely very important, yeah. Very simple one to change out, but it's very, very, very important, yes. Yes, it is. Well, thank you for taking the time out, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. All right, sounds good. Take care. All right, thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. I can't stress enough how important it is to keep that cooling system operating properly. I mean, it's the lifeblood of your engine. So please take the time out and have it checked over and do these simple tips that we recommended. 
So let's get on with our Trouble Service Bulletin section. First, we're going to talk about the console release button for the 2010 Jaguar XJ series. And this button, they're having an issue with this console release button, which is located on the center console. And sometimes it's going to pop open while you're driving. We don't want that. And sometimes you just won't be able to open it at all. So very important, we're going to have the bulletin number and the contact phone numbers on our Web Talk Radio homepage. So please look for it on there. And if you have a Jaguar and it's the XJ model, please see if your vehicle is included in this recall. The next trouble service bulletin we have is going to be for Chrysler Town and Countries. This is the V6 Chrysler Town and Country, and their issue is that upon cold startups, and we know we're getting into the cold season here, upon cold startups, that the power steering return line is leaking power steering fluid. So we want to get this addressed because if we lose power steering fluid, there is the possibility that we could lose our power steering altogether if the fluid goes too low. So again, we're going to have our bulletin number on our WebTalk Radio homepage and the corresponding phone numbers. Give them a call. See if your 2009 Chrysler Town & Country with the V6 engine is included in this. I'm sure Chrysler will help you out as well as Jaguar with their bulletin. And this concludes another week of Car Care for the Clueless. I'm your host, Pam Oaks. And thank you again for tuning in this week and learning a little something about your coolant system on your vehicle and how important it is to your car or truck. We want to thank Jimmy Shoemaker, our ASC certified technician, talking about what you can do to help yourself talk to your technician and what you can do in between oil changes. Of course, we have Peter Sudak. He's going to be back next week with another economically priced gadget and once again thank you for continental tires and jasper transmissions and engines remember if you're in need of new sneakers on your car or truck ask for continental i have them on my car i have them on my fiance's car and i have them on my mom and dad's car and you better believe that i know my parents love them because if mom's not happy nobody's happy and she loves her continental tires just like me. And of course we have Jasper engines and transmissions. Jasper engines and transmissions, 100% associate owned. If you're in need of an engine or a transmission, ask for Jasper by name. And there's another product. If my mom and dad got in a situation where they would need an engine or a transmission, you would bet I would put a Jasper part in their car. Again, thank you, and I hope all this information has been helpful because our whole ideal behind Car Care for the Clueless is to make you a savvy car care consumer. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. Please make sure to come back next week for another edition of Car Care for the Clueless. And don't forget to look for Pam's book, Car Care for the Clueless, or How to Make Money While Maintaining a Vehicle. You'll find it on our website. Just click on the icon Host Website right in front of you on the webtalkradio.net page. See you next week.